This is JFM Podcast. It is day two of the presidential election tribunal. Nigerians are geared, Nigerians are excited, Nigerians are expectant that the appeal courts, for the first time in a long time, passes a judgment that many feel will transition us from where we are to where we think we should get to. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk on G101.9 FM. My name is Emekao Messi and you're welcome to the most exciting social political show anywhere in the land where we'll talk about issues bothering every single one of us as Nigerian, that political also, shall and today with me on the show, I have um, the impeccable one, the one who deserted me last week, but is back. <laughs> Her, excellency. Her Excellency. Her <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Um, the legal fireworks have begun right there yesterday as the election petition tried yesterday. And I'm sure the Nigerians, um, with a little uh, more enthusiasm or an expectation, wanting to see what the outcome of all of this and Nigerians are hoping that it will be televised so that they can follow through the process. Well, um, regardless, we would still make sure that we bring information to you as, as we get it and make sure that you know what is happening. And I also want to put this out there that if the outcome doesn't go your way, which I don't know which way is Nigerians' way or what Nigerians actually want out of this, but if it doesn't go, we take it in good faith and move and forge ahead. Welcome to the morning, Jane. Welcome to the morning, Jane. This morning, before we get into the meat of the conversation, here are some of the news we are following. These are um, presidential election petitions, avoid technicalities, delays, courts want parties, lawyers. The presidential election petition courts, PEPC, yesterday commenced hearing in the petition seeking to nullify the outcome of the 2023 presidential election. Though the tribunal had its inaugural session, a legal ritual that precedes the actual hearing of petitions at the session, a five-member panel of justices of the Court of Appeal will determine all the five petitions challenging the declaration of Bola Ahmed Tinubu of the All Progressive Congress as the winner of the presidential elections. While the panel will be headed by the presiding justice of the Abuja Division of the Court of Appeal, Justice Haruna, others... Other members of the panel are Justice Stephen Ada Asaba, Asaba Division, Justice Monsurat Bolaji Yusuf of Asaba Division, Justice Bolu Okuomo Ugo of Kano Division, and Justice Abba Mohammed of Ibadan Division. The sitting of the court um, held amid tight security presence at the court. And according to the justice, um, she said, avoid technicalities. Sent, he said rather, avoid technicalities and sensation. As we commence hearing of the petitions, let us avoid making sensational comments. Let us consider the safety and interest of the country. That is paramount. We should avoid unnecessary time-wasting applications and objections so that we can look at the substance of the case rather than unnecessary technicalities. In other news as well, CBN is to, to sanction banks back, backing on license 
against foreign firms. The Central Bank of Nigeria has said it will sanction banks assisting the operations of unlicensed foreign firms. It stated on Monday in its guidelines for the regulation of representative office of foreign banks in Nigeria, signed by the Director of Financial Policy and Regulation Department, Mohamed Musa, any CBN-regulated entity found to be assisting, supporting, harboring, or facilitating the presence and or operations of an unlicensed international financial institution in Nigeria shall be liable to severe sanctions, including suspension, suspension or revocation of their banking license. According to the guidelines, representative offices of foreign banks served an important purpose of, showcase, of showcasing the brand and services of its parent company. In other news as well, finally, Adeleke Oyetola Hopeful, as Supreme Court delivers judgment today, the All Progressive Congress and the People's Democratic Party in Ocean State have expressed hope for victory as the Supreme Court today determines the authentic winner of the July 16, 2022 governorship election in the state. The PDP candidate Ademola Adeleke was returned elected by the Independent National Electoral Commission, but the APC candidate at the pool, Adegbo Yega Uyetola, rejected the results and approached the election petition tribunal to challenge it. The Independent National Electoral Commission had declared that Adeleke pulled 403,371 votes to defeat then-incumbent governor Adegbo Yega Uyetola of the APC, who got 375,027 votes. But Oyetola and APC rejected the result of the poll and headed for the tribunal. Um, Olabisi, uh, speaking, to, um, speaking um, to the party, Oshun APC spokesperson Kola Olabisi said the party was expecting victory, having done well in presenting its case before the panel. Olabisi said, we are hoping for the last, for the best rather, because our watertight case, everybody should go about their businesses. There should be no room for any form of crisis. He also, crisis rather, and Oshun PDP's director of media, Oladele Olabamijin, also said, we are positive as usual. We are expecting nothing but justice to uphold the judgment of the appeal court, which up held the election of Governor Ademola Adeleke. We believe and trust in God. Some of the stories you're following, hopefully tomorrow, will bring you the, um, the final verdicts from the Supreme Court on the matter over there in Oshin State. This morning on the show, of course, continue from yesterday's conversation where we talked about the election petition tribunal for the presidential election. And this morning on the show, we have with us on the show this morning, Barrister D.G. Manese. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Barrister. Um, so first, let me say welcome to the show. And secondly, I want to ask, did you at any point follow the proceedings of yesterday's pre-hearing over there in Abuja? Yes, I did. Oh, well, good morning, everyone. Good morning to you listening to us from wherever you are. It is uh, my pleasure to be here this morning. I was not able to follow the live uh, fitting of the court, I mean, the court of appeal you know, but I was also I was able to read because I was in court throughout. And but then when I was out, I was able to read to follow through print media what has transpired at the court of appeal yesterday during the inaugural session of the presidential election uh, petition. All right, um, let me start from the soft matter of the governor of the state um, representing, saying he wanted to represent the president-elect. As from, from, from a lawyer's perspective, 
was it is it ideal that a person represents another person in court or like the like the judge like justice said um the president elect is not an organization is not it's not an entity on its own that you want to represent first of like i said is it ideal or secondly for a lawyer himself the governor the governor of the states why did you think such a mistake was you know was blatantly um, happened yesterday truth is uh, a lot of times in nigeria it's not like we do not know what we ought to do okay. but you agree with me that almost everything flies mm. almost people just do whatever they feel like doing able to sue and be sued and then you have what is called the juristic person these are persons either incorporated in law or um, created by law they are either incorporated under the CAC the Corporate Affairs Commission okay. or they are created by law and giving and clothed with juristic personality in that they can sue and be sued. Now, an example of that, please. An example of that would be JFM. Okay. I'm sure JFM is registered yes. with the Corporate Affairs Commission first and then other regulatory bodies. Now, registration with the Corporate Affairs Commission means that JFM is recognized in law as a person. Okay. That is why JFM can sue in its name, not in the name of its proprietors, yes. not in the name of its directors, but in its name alone. You sue JFM. The law recognizes that as a person. Now, but you know, too, that JFM, although recognized as a person, is not actually a person. Yes. And so the activities of JFM are run by natural persons. Yes. Now, that is when, when JFM has a matter, you say, okay, so I'm supposed to be in court, but I am not there. So, um, but I am sending someone to say, even though he has legal representation, he can still send someone out of respect. For instance, a father can send the son if he's not well. One, so that you are my eyes while you are there to witness proceedings, but then to also say, I wish I were here, but I cannot be here for these reasons. Mm. Now, take note that these are information that your legal representative can pass to the court, but then you just say out of, in court, respect, respect. for the court, mm. which some people can be mischievous in using that out of respect to the court. To my so, mind, that was what played out yesterday. So, so yesterday, the absence of the president-elect doesn't change anything. No, it Trump doesn't. He's repre he is ably represented, represented by nice. legal practice. Okay, um, let's go to the other matter, which is the one that a lot of people have been talking about. Today, uh, yesterday, um, some cases were heard. Three of the five, um, you know, on the, on the tribunal were heard. I think one of them was, was thrown out because it was, was funny, which we will not talk about. The other one, which is what a lot of Nigerians are very much interested in, is for the process to be televised. My question is, are there, are there provisions in the law that the opposition party, the PDP, who are filing for that case, can use to, you know, um, you know, to, to, to back up their case and say, hey, let us transmit this? Well, the request to, the request to televise yes. the entire proceedings, there, there is no law that, that, um, that because the court, as, as is known by the law, is an open space. It's an open space where any member of the public can just walk right in there and witness proceedings. Okay. Yes. Now, proceedings can happen in chambers and proceedings can happen in open court. Now, this particular proceeding is taking place in open court. I do not feel that uh, there are, however, because of the sensitive nature of this case, they're, they're, the justices in their wisdom may 
or may not allow for a complete tele, uh, televising of the entire proceedings. This is not to say anything funny will happen. That is not to say if, for instance, the justices in their wisdom say no, some parts can be televised, but not everything. But Why? The, like I said, we work with facts. Whoever is making application to televise, usually there, there, there are, there are um, journalists that are right there to give reports, and yes. you don't send them out. They are the estate of the false realm. So you don't, they are always there to tell you and I who are not there what, what is happening, yes. Some, some people have argued, you know, um, on the, not on the moral part of it, but generally, some people have argued that because of the low level of trust Nigerians have on judiciary system, that it will be best for the system and for Nigerians, as well as, you know, the different parties, um, you know, um, against the IREC and APC, that the process be transmitted. There are also conversations around... It, if, if, if it's not transmitted, it might lead to, some have said, because of, like you said, sensitivity of the, of, the, of the case, it might lead to false information being spread by those who are portrayed to be there. Now, like I said, there are always journalists present in court. Now, secondly, I do not think that televising that proceedings will stop anything funny from happening if anything funny is going to happen. Why? Reason being that... Whatever funny thing that happens does not happen in open court. Definitely, but but they happen in the background. But but then, if if we if we see it, if every Nigerian, the thing can, is, you do not get to see anything. You don't get to see anything. No, no, what, what, what you are witnessing is simply a monotonous court proceedings that has rules and regulation guiding what should be done and what should not be done. So let me ask, as a layman, when the um, pieces of evidence are, are, you know, are being given to the court, we don't see it, do we? No, you don't. When you the, will hear, however, that those evidence were given. When, when the different lawyers are making their cases and arguing their cases, we get to see it. You don't really get to see it. You still get to hear their analysis of the evidence given. That's what lawyers do. So, uh, what? Let me ask you again. Again, I'm, okay. I'm a layman. What do the judges, justices, use in coming to a conclusion in, in passing a judgment? Right. Now, the law is the court of law works with one, facts, two, evidence, and three, the law. What is the, what is fact and what is evidence? Okay. Fact is me saying, for instance, that I was working on my way to JFM and no, not I was working, I was driving and this man hits me and my car is damaged. I want to be compensated. That is fact. It is now for me to move further from just stating it to showing that this man actually hits me from the back or from the side, whatever, whichever side the heating happened. Yes. Showing that heating by whatever means, whether by pictures, whether by, by sketches, or by whatever means that I want. Because when things happen, the judge is not there. Yes. When things happen, the court is not there. So when you're coming to tell the court, the court does not just say, okay, so this happened, and then that is it. No. You move the court to see that it actually happened. That moving the court to see that it actually happened is evidence. 
Okay, this this evidence. Yes. When it's been presented, if it, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it is transmitted. Let's let's assume it's transmitted. When this evidence has been presented to the justices, yes. Do we get to see? Okay. Now it depends on what is given. Now evidence can be oral, and it can be documentary. Okay. The oral evidence is me coming to give a viva voce, I mean, a recount of maybe my case or the person's case whom I have come to give evidence. It's mm -hmm. just me talking to the court. The evidence, the, the documentary evidence, can be a book. For instance, in electoral matters that we are talking about, you can bring the, the register of voters. That is evidence. Mm -hmm. You can bring um, the, all those other sensitive materials that were used. You can... You can bring the results. Those, all those things are evidence. Mm -hmm. So what, what we are saying is, what you usually will hear lawyers say is, as, as I give my evidence as a witness, my evidence will include that. For instance, if there, there, my complaint is that there was overvoting in some polling units, and you know what the law says when there is an overvoting. Yes. When there is an overvoting, is a non-compliance to the electoral well, no, act. Yes. Exactly. So when there is an overvoting, they, you don't reduce the excess and mm -hmm. then leave the number of accredited voters. The entire polling unit is cancelled. Yeah. That is what the law says. Now, if I come to give evidence to say there was overvoting, the court doesn't just believe me because I say there was overvoting. First, I'm going to say this is the number of persons registered in that polling unit. These were the number of persons accredited that morning, that election morning, to, call, to cast their vote. But the number of persons who were accredited does not tally with the number of persons who, who voted. voted. Now, for me to be able to collate all of these things, I am moving from the register of voters to the beavers. Are you getting me? Yes. The register of voters will show you the total number of registered voters. The beavers will show you the total number of people accredited. And the result will show you the num total number of vote cast. I am moving through a lot of evidence right now as yeah. I speak. I've said just a few words, but I've moved through the maze of evidence. Yes. Now, so as I speak this, the lawyer says, oh, so you mentioned the register of voters. You've seen this register of voters. For me to make this bold claim, I must have seen the register of voters, don't you think? You if must, I am making this bold claim, yes, yes, I must have seen the register of voters to make this bold claim. So you've seen the register of voters. He lays foundation in law to enable him tender say, in evidence. Now you can have a lot of brouhaha around the admissibility of that document from he's not the maker to it is not in the form recognized by law and all of that. All that can happen, and then the justices will decide whether this meets. That is why I say you have the facts, you have the evidence, and the law is used as a hanger upon which these two rest. Okay, I, I want to play um, um, an audio snippet, and then I'll ask you whether or not this can serve as a good enough piece of evidence in court. Um, for those of you listening, please listen. When he said he will deliver rivers to APC, I started wondering how. APC have never met 25% in rivers. How can this man pull this magic? I've been sent around the country supervising and helping election. And I know how election management is. Then as we speak and we continue to talk, 
I see the possibility of you keeping to that promise. But then I started wondering, I hope this man will not enjoy himself in the process. Of course, our mission is the bigger one. The presidency can accommodate whatever Alex he took. But I still feel if he is the Liberal president and he has senators and members of House of Representatives and also governor in PDP, how is he going to swing this? And true to God, the man delivered. That was the voice of the governor of Jigawa State, Mohammed Badaro Abubakar, and he was speaking um, about Yesom Wike's politics management. Question. Matter in law are regulated by law. You do election petition, you bring election petition on strictly three grounds. It is either you are saying the person who was declared the winner was in the first place not even qualified to have run for election. That is a ground. Or you are saying, no, during this election, there was a lot of corrupt practices or non-compliance with the electoral law. That is another ground. Or you are saying, no, the person who was finally declared by the electoral umpire was not actually the person who scored the majority vote casted during that election. These three grounds are the only grounds recognized in law as grounds upon which petition, election petition can be brought. Mm. So this um, voice you just played. These are just people talking. If you say election management can be interpreted to mean election rigging, that is what we call in law speculation. Mm. We are speculating and we are not allowed to overvoting. It means that even with the overvoting, the result of that pooling unit was, was counted, mm. which ought not to be. So it is for me to show Everything that happens, the only thing that happens before election that can be counted as a ground for election is that the person was not qualified to run. So this, these things are just uh, for what we call um, street talking, mm. which the law does not recognize. That is why you see a lot of fire on social media. Mm. You see a lot of agitations on social media. But I'll tell you that all of these agitations are because people do not understand the fineness of the law and how it works. That is why people are also afraid that, well, Nigeria has a history of doing here and there and all. So I can understand the fear of Nigerians that this election, in fact, to show that the, the fear is, is, is legitimate, um, Justice Haruna Samani had to say yesterday that we are giving you the confidence that every party is going to have justice. Okay. Um, speaking of justice, and you've talked about the grounds on which, you know, elections, tribunal, are the work. Some of the cases um, brought by the different parties, I'll start with the Labour Party. One of its case against the declaration of Bola Ametanubu as the winner is that Bola Ametanubu, because of the drug case, $460,000 forfeited some years ago, some decent years ago, that it makes him ineligible to contest. Some people have also said, even though that's not the case, um, according to the prayers they filed in court, that the... Uh, what's the... Uh, what's the... Um, you know, uh, uh, multi... National identity of Bola Metsubu, where they said he had, you know, um, Guinean passports as a citizen. Do they have a case, especially with the one 
with a four fifth self fifty sixty thousand dollars for feature because according to the law it's supposed to be ten year, less than ten years and that was way before two thousand and ten or two thousand and three. So do they have a case? Okay, well it in, in that regard the, the law is very trite, as you have said. Conviction will last for co conviction can buy you from contesting for only ten years. So Is after 10 years, you, you can... can All right. Except in claims where conviction means a lot to a lot of people, where people do not now trust you as a person to say, ah, this is an ex-convict, if it has, because it puts a dent in your personality. And so, no. But the, the, the issues coming up at this, at this point about, about whatever it was that happened okay. many years ago will not hold one for it. It does not go outside of what parties have placed before it. That's what you Please call explain. a frolic. Yes. So, so um, when you say what the parties have placed before it, does it mean that I cannot interpret it except the court does? No. It just means that the court has interpreted it based on what was placed before it. So for you and I to be able to interpret, we must take into cognizance the facts and the evidence that was before the court, for the court to now arrive. Because in arriving at that decision, it also took into cognizance certain laws to interpret it in a certain way. In law, we have various uh, rules of interpretation of the law. There are many rules, one of which is the simple literal rule of interpretation. But when, when, the, when it looks absurd, when the end result of using the literal rule will look, will look absurd, you will not apply it. All right. So, and then some interpretation, some rules are were made to cure a particular mischief at a time. Okay. So, if you want to shift it to another, it may create what all falls. But to my mind, to my mind, when the issue of twenty five percent plus FCT came in, FCT is is not original. Already, we know that FCT is just referred to as FCT. We yes. have thirty six states and, and FCT. The FCT. You understand? So it's not a state. Yeah. So, but in that judgment, it appears that the Supreme Court regarded because elections held in the FCT. Of yes. course. Are you getting me? So elections held in the FCT. So for the purpose of that election, FCT was counted. The, the contention now is whether you have, have to, to win 25% in FCT. Yes. FCT. But FCT was only counted as the 37 states. Permit me to say that. Not, not a decider. Um, okay. Not a decider. It was, it was not interpreted to mean a decider to my mind, but as an additional state to the existing okay. 36 states. All right. Let, let's talk about the process which Nigerians are pretty much more concerned about. Um, yes, more than 80 days. Mm -hmm. The whole electoral process is going to take six months from the tribunals or the Court of Appeal to the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. The mm. time given by the law is eight months. Mm. Is the court going to be sitting right there? If that man sitting there as a judge is your father, will you agree that mm. he sits on the tribunal throughout? That it's not even practical. It, it's not even common sense. So Nigerians should be considered. There is no reason for fear. Mm. Justice delayed. 
it, this is not even justice delayed, but that because now we have we are time bound. Of course. All yeah. right. Yeah. So this this is going to take its course, but it has to go gradually. Yeah. I do not think that Nigerians should exercise any fear. The court has what you call a cost list. It has a schedule. Yeah. This is to help in organization. This is to help in being meticulous. And the justices are human beings that have blood running in them just like you and I. So they will work and they will be tired. See, mm. if they are so tired, so tired that their minds are not with their body, they won't give you the best. Mm. So it's, And we will it blame was, them yeah, for that. And we will still blame. We, we are always blaming anyway. <laughs> so, yes, because Nigeria is so messed up that we don't even know where to draw the line. Mm. You know, there's just a whole lot of agitation. And like I said, I understand we are agitated because a lot of things are not working. Mm. I even have a quarrel as to why we should even have an inauguration when petition is going on. That was the major question I wanted yes, to ask because Nigerians have, are of I the school paint. of thought. I am but, but, that. But, but we've had it in the past where governors, a bit of a typical example where, you know, he... There was a case in court. The governor had already been He ran. There. Now, that is why we have some states, like Ocean State, that are running election in January. Yeah. They are not on the same calendar with every other state because of the fact that inauguration took place when petitions were happening. And these petitions at the time were not time-bound. So are you, are you of the school of thought that we should focus first on the election petition before so what, what happens? What happens, happens, going what happens inauguration? inauguration then? Then what will happen to the inauguration? Because the fear now, of the, law, the interim the government... Law, the, law will have to, will, the law will have to take into cognizance the fact we cannot pretend that election petitions will come up after election. Yes, yes. We, we cannot rule that out. Of course. So in that case, why, do we not, why can we not have a structure where the time between which elections are conducted and the time within which inauguration is done is sufficient to exhaust the petition process. But people have come up with the argument that we are a large population and you cannot have it. For example, we were discussing yesterday uh, that of Kenya that takes just 14 days and we brought that of the case of Nigeria and I brought up the um, that of Bauchi that has over how many petitions, over 54 and counting and uh, we don't know of. If we're saying that we're going to give it from the time election happened to the time um, when we, um, after it was done and the result was announced, if we can work within that time frame, would, we, would the law be able, with so many petitions filed different states here and there, would the laws be able and the time given be able, if we had to reduce the time, would it be able to serve fair justice to some of these cases? Well... The, the, you see, we cannot sacrifice justice at the altar of speed. Mm. We cannot do that. We can shift election backward. Okay. We can shift election itself backward mm. to give room for petition okay. to run within the time. Yes, we have, we, have, uh, we have a lot of petitions flying around and all, almost Everyone Everywhere. who participated in election is, going to is filing a petition. Yeah. I think I right? be a lawyer but like AA, hey, hey, you saw that they withdrew. <laughs> they withdrew the case. Do you understand? Mm. A lot of these petitions will end up like that. You know? People file petition, yes, because we have a right to file petition and all that. Sometimes they do not have the substance. They will just waste your time. Yes, they have the right. So fine. So it's file. accepted. It's fine. You can't even block them. You can't even shut them out because mm. they have a right to be heard. And then decision is made one way or the other, even if what they are coming to say is 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 so annoying. Mm. It's, it's, <laughs> I know it's annoying. It's annoying. Permit me to use that expression. That yeah. even though what they are coming to say is so annoying and it doesn't even follow the law, mm. but 
I think we cannot be larger than the US. Mm. But, uh, but, but we can but, manage we can manage a situation where we have election and exhaust petition before anyone is but but um an argument against and this is my my argument against having an election earlier before you let's so let's say um we know that petition takes eight months that's that's the, you know, yeah, time that's the time so from you know appeal appeal to supreme court for presidential eight months so imagine we held elections we are in the may 29 is supposed to be inauguration yes so we held, held election in september of 2022 yes now the the problem we have with Nigeria, even though I think it's peculiar to us, is that election period everything shuts down. Okay. So it means that for eight months, let's be honest, a lot of things will be shut down because if petition is going on and the government in place, let's say for example the APC at once or the PDP, whoever is is, is the interim government is the um, you know ruling party and they are being challenged in court, we know ideally in Nigeria everything shuts down for those eight months. What happens? We already have an eight months. Already. I'm talking about the effects to have on the economy and governance because of the way we see that in political seasons and during these tribunal processes, a lot of things are put on hold. Everybody else, everything else, all of you, the rest of you can go to wherever you want to go to until this is gotten. For example, in states, a month or two, three months before election, salaries don't come early. Because they have to put money. And if that is the attitude of Nigerian leaders, that is not going to But change. that's the reality that we deal with. And then I'm saying that that is not going to... If that is the attitude of Nigerian leaders, that is not about to change whether we move election backward, forward, middle, or remain where we are. Then we are, we are still... Ha because we are looking for a solution where we don't have... Okay, one of the, one of the possible outcome of an mm. election petition is that the election may be nullified. Yes. And then we have to run, run an election again. again. So where does that leave us? Whoever it was that was declared and inaugurated, mm. if, if you send him parking, he's not going to give you back all that you had given him in the course of office for that short period. It's gone. The state has not moved in the system. I think Did I understand what he, he walked and he, he, won't, he won't give you back for what the time frame that he was there. was not a placeholder. Mm. You were, whatever it was benefit that he enjoyed, it was a benefit that came with an office for which he was legally pronounced to be the winner. So let me ask, as a layman, if somebody is elected, inaugurated, and then months afterwards, the court says, hey, you did not win the, the election and is removed and the person the court says wins is put in place. Does the person, new person, uh, installed by the court, forgive, forgive me for using that word, do they complete their four yes, ten, no, or the ones that have been done before is added to? That is, that is, where, that is where, like I said, we still have states Osh, like Osh, Osh, there's Anambra, backward. Mm. There's Anambra there somewhere. There's Anambra backward. Rivers, some of those states, Backward because some people did four years, complete four years before the court. Now, the person who is now say, Okay, the court now decided that no, the person who did four years was not should it. not have been the person who had done the four years. Now, the decision where the, the, the court will be left to decide is, Okay, so if I find that 
the person who was occupying that seat should not in the first place have occupied. Yeah. But he has occupied anyway. And then this person is the person who should have occupied. He has to. And this person has exhausted four years. Four years already. What do we do with him? Hmm. That is the quagmire. That is, they, they get to that crossroad and they have to decide. Hmm. And they will ask themselves, so now what? Do we leave this man to go empty-handed? Of course not. He won election. We have said he won election. He has to, he has to serve. If he won election, what is the natural next thing? He serves. He, he should serve. You yes. understand where we are. Mm. So you should not, somebody should not shortchange me because he was wrongly pronounced. We know. Yes. Um, lastly, before we pick holes, um, if we know, which is common knowledge to most people, that... Um, election tribunals and the processes, of course, shortens to 180 days plus extra 60 days for appealers, mm-hmm. you know, X month, like you said. If we know that these nuances, especially when it comes to someone already, someone who has already been inaugurated, having to leave office, why did, why in our electoral acts, why was it not installed? Why was it not put there that we have a longer period before you know, the inauguration. Secondly, the conversation and questions about interim government, is it feasible at a time as this? Or are we asking for something that's, that is not possible right now? And then if, if we ever allow ourselves to have an interim government, we are going to be ruled forever by interim government. I can assure you. Well, if oh, okay, so so if, if if there's an interim government and there's a case in court, for example, and then the judge, the judge, of course, the interim governments are not supposed to be there. It's the opposing parties, either of three or four, however they are, that are supposed to be there. Let's say, for example, the opposing parties who are contesting the election results, yeah. um, you know, the court pronounces them at winner. I did they take over from the interim government. Since when have we started obeying any law in this country? Nigerians are funny. You create one situation, you're trying to create a, a solution to a problem, and the problems. solution becomes a problem. That's the way we think, and I do not know how we got to where we are. You know, naturally, when a court, it's a court. People should marvel when, when there is a judgment that should be obeyed. Mm. People should. <laughs> well, we don't see that happening in Nigeria. That is what I am saying, that we are a funny set of people that have no regard for the law. One man who will have no regard for the law will turn and run to the court and say he's seeking protection of the same court that gave a judgment that you have refused to so obey. Be. What are we doing to ourselves? And that is what we see every day. We, the greatest level of lawlessness is from government. My question, again, I know I said last question, but last, last question, finally last question. When it comes to obeying court orders, um, I'll give an example of here in Plateau State where the courts... Um, said somebody should, somebody is supposed to be the speaker. The governor said, let me speak in palace and no go agree. No be my speaker, be that against my own speaker. What ideally should happen? Who has the final say in issues like this? You see, that question should never come up at all. That question of who has the final say should never even come up. Why? Because people should just obey when the court Naturally says obey so. the law. But, um, but we, we are asking this question because people who should obey are, are not, not obeying. obeying. And they are... The, okay, so fine. Let me take you through the process of when a court delivers judgment. Yes. You go through process of what you call execution. 
or enforcement, depending on whether the court judgment is on money or other orders. Mm. Now, if for that enforcement or execution to be done, most of the times, as a symbol of authority of the court, you have the police alongside with you. Mm. Are you with me? Yes. Now, in order to be able to execute... Now, execution or enforcement comes when the person against whom that order was made did not just naturally obey it. Now, you have to use for the force of, of the, the law, law of the law to make him obey. Are you with me? Yes. Now, the police that is supposed to... Okay, in, in, for instance, in the Plateau State matter, the, the person who would enforce the law would yes. be the person in whose favor that judgment was, was given. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. And in order to have that symbol, can he just walk in there and say, get out of here? Of course not. He needs the police. Now, on whose side is the police? Currently. The police is supposed to be on the side of the law. Well, it doesn't seem it to doesn't, be so. For right now, it doesn't seem like the police is on the side of the be law. So. Because <laughs> we, we, we now see a, a barricade by the police right. to allow... I won't say much on this, but it's so obvious. All right. Um, the phone lines are open 0905 You can call us and share your thoughts and contribution on the conversations we've been having since 9 a.m. again. Um, my apologies for those of us that have been calling. I'm going to answer your call now. Don't be angry with me. Don't vex. It might be no see me. Hello. Good morning. Okay, um, let's try and take your calls. No, the phone lines are open 090-55-66-66-9900. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, Aneta. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Israel. Israel, go on with your contribution. Yes, ah. Yes, uh, the major problem we have is from the conduct of the election, mm. we would have saved ourselves all this all this stress of creating a situation that would be difficult to to handle. Imagine if we had a transparent election where all the parties played by the rules and at the end of the day a, a winner came up. I don't think there will be this issue we're talking about. Is Israel, there's no yes. election in Nigeria, no matter how transparent it wants to be, that is not contested. Even the U.S., with all of the hype we give them, still contest elections. So this, I don't think it's possible for us not okay. to have this. But in, our, but in our own case, now, those who set up the election tribunal and claim they want to give you justice, they themselves are the agents of the confusion we are experiencing. They are the problem themselves. So and how do you expect somebody to solve a problem he is part of? So, so, if so what do you, you suggest? To get, yes, what I suggest is there has to be a review of the electoral law where an election does not stand if it does not abide by the rules, if it does not follow the rules of that election, even to a little aspect. It should, it should be cancelled so we know we don't have an election. Rather than having an election, and at the end of the day, nobody accepts the result. You go to court, we don't even believe in the uh, judiciary itself. Mm. So it, it, it is just strange. Okay, don't look at it. Imagine a, 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 a court gives judgment in favor of the government, the government enforces it, and it stands. Oh, if you give it contrary to a government, the government. 
he convinced support the government to stop the judgment from being implemented. So if you look at it, it doesn't just make sense. We have a whole problem in this system. The best way is to have a functional electoral system that supports a credible election. All right, then. When, yeah. Oh, Israel, thank you so much for calling. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I'm four lines this morning. Hello, good morning. Very good morning. Good morning, comrade Dados Antibas. Good morning. Yeah, this is great, comrade. The voice of Anguaruba. Please go out with your contribution. Thank you. I will appreciate Remeka. I appreciate all of you, most especially the guests. You have spoken very, very well. Thank you. Uh, uh, you know, uh, in Nigeria, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the judiciary of which the hope of common man is supposed on the judiciary, but unfortunately, the judiciary has been failing Nigerians. Uh, you know, the truth is that the present petition that is ongoing now, presidential petition, mm. that the hearing is ongoing now. For me, as an individual, this is my last hope. <laughs> if justice will not play there, it's a lawless country. Comrade, let me ask you yes. a question quickly. When you say justice, okay. what exactly do you mean? You say? When you say justice, what exactly do you mean? Yeah, justice simply means that the right, the right thing should be done. The truth should be should be satisfying. Okay, let me ask you. Let me next question. Let me ask you. What are the right things to be done? What are the right things? What if, if, for example, um, hypothetically speaking, the president elect as declared by INEC, according to the court, again after eight months, is still the rightful winner? Is that the right thing in your books? Do you know what, America? No, I don't. Every Nigerian, every Nigerian knows that the the immediate the past election uh, uh, was 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 not was the, the declaration was not true. I, I am not a lawyer, but the kind of truth that it wasn't true because immediately the collection was ongoing. Uh, the electorate were already protesting. People knew that uh, there were some, some some irregularities in the declaration, and it, but they, they, were, they, they have not even declared the the, the result. The electorate were already protesting in some states. So you know the problem we have is that uh, Mr. America, right. the INEC and the and Come with, thank you so much for calling. Unfortunately, we can't take any more of your calls. Last call for the day before we go on Facebook. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back because of our time. We'll move on to our social media platform for your comments on Facebook. Albert Akaya Dakasi saying, um, Good morning, Abigail, the guest, and Mika. For me, I feel televising of the election tribunal process is inconsequential and might change nothing, but rather increase the cost in monetary terms on Nigerians. It was on live broadcast that the annex chairman went against the rule of the electoral process to declare a winner. It was on camera that the drama in Adabarastic took place. So I would rather the judiciary remain neutral, just and firm in the interest of fairness, as it is the judiciary should be the hope of the common man, by proving its worth as against the notion held by the elites as the commodity of the highest bidders. God, good morning and God bless my country, Nigeria. Amen. Sunday Moses, Evi Evi says, good morning, JFM. Anyone believing in the judiciary in Nigeria is truly wasting his time. Mm. I don't think so, Sunday. Ayodele Awabiakai saying, everything the 
the judiciary does in court in the coming days should be in the interest of fair justice. God is watching. The lady in the house is making my day. Um, hashtag love JFM. Kanayo Joseph is a saying good morning. Abigail Limeka and the Leonard Barrister. I still strongly believe that the court will dispense justice in the tribunal process, but the inauguration of the president-elect should be on hold until when the judicial process is determined. And is Zang Estefanos finally is saying, um, I don't think broadcasting it live will change anything. Even the election was televised, but yet I next did what they wanted <laughs> to do. This is Nigeria. Thanks. And I would quickly move over to Twitter this morning to read um, comments right here. And on Twitter this morning, we have, um, sorry, we have Kumben Bishtu saying, I think for transparency and accountability, televising this will make Nigerians trust the process the more. I wish that request will be granted. That is all we have on our social media platforms. All right, I'm finally Barish Star. Um, and for, for one minute before we leave the studio, with this in court, with Nigerians obviously keenly following this, what should we expect? Is there a chance that justice, air quotes justice, will be served? Okay, so that is not a question that has a yes or a no answer. And the reason simply is, like I told you, our agitations, you can, you, you see a lot of Nigerians are agitated, but the process, and then sometimes we also blame the judges. It is the case presented by, by the parties mm. that will determine the outcome of the law. Mm. The judges are not unaware of the agitations of Nigerians. Of course. But they are not going to leave being an umpire to delve into the arena and become parties themselves. Mm. The justices will not present anybody's part, I mean, case for him. The justices will not do your case for you. Mm. What you present to them is the what case. you get in the end. So if we have the people on, in the opposition presenting a good, strong case, then yes. And then like you asked earlier, what is justice? We, we, justice is justice. Justice is fairness. Justice is the right thing. But it's the right thing according to the law. It's the right thing when you present your case properly. All right. Um, are we, but I wanted to ask, are we, before we go, are we actually doing the right thing in this country? Because every day, um, permit me to say, I'm sure for most Nigerians, they feel the same way. Every day they wake up, it's almost like they're waking up in a circus and things just happen. And as we are seeing that of even the House of Assembly right here, Plata State, seeing things just fly as Nigeria as a country, I always say this. Nigeria, like I explained the juristic person and the natural person mm. thing. Nigeria here, take it as the juristic person and all of us as the natural persons. Mm. We are running Nigeria. We do a lot of things the wrong way. And so that is why Nigeria is where it is. If we have a change of mindset, and unfortunately we have a system that seems to reward people who are in the wrong. Exactly. That is why it encourages even people who are in the right. I saw on social media during the coronation of the king of uh, England that being a good girl does not pay. I'm just going to use that as an example <laughs> yeah, for of the, the point I am Camilla. trying to make for mm. Camilla. And if you have followed the royalty mm. over the years, you know how Camilla became the wife of Prince Charles. Yeah now King Charles. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that is, I'm just using that as an example of the point I'm trying to make that mm -hmm. we, we make it look like it is 
like those who are in the wrong are rewarded more. So those who are in the right feel like so a lot I, of people they now are stupid being right. So they a lot of people are now moving towards to the, that. To the wrong lane. All right, we thank you so much for that, Barrister. All right, um, your final words, Abigail. Well, we just hope that um, justice actually prevails and is being served right here in the country. And for me, instead of trouble and spread love, and before I leave, I want to play you something that might cheer you up or not. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. 